Hi. Hello. And welcome to the partner, partner panel. panel. Okay, they can hear us. We're good. Hello. JPI, yes, JPI warning. Just in case you, you have been warned. Yo, we're back. Can you hear everybody, by the way? I had I haven't actually told everybody in the voice chat in person. Now that I think about it, Happy New Year, guys. Hope y'all are good. Hey, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And you know what's crazy? I was literally talking with Mangoes for like four hours yesterday. It slipped my mind. Didn't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Happy New Year, everybody watching, guys. Welcome to the next episode of the Fault Partner panel. We didn't do an episode last week. Kind of my fault. I'll be real with you. So, might be. Uh, <laughs> I never said who it was. I just said we were having PC issues. I never no. said anything. Hey, man. <laughs> if, if everybody doesn't know by now, usually I'm the one that runs all the tech shit, right? So, unfortunately, had PC issues last week. But we're back at it. It's a new year. There isn't that much to talk about which we are going to talk about <laughs> and we have an excellent excellent cast here i don't know why i just repeated excellent twice we got ourselves bearded mangoose and russ going from last mentioned to the first mentioned introduce yourself guys yo it's russ <laughs> hey friends it's been a long time since i've been uh uh, on the partner panel, and I'm happy to be back. Thank you guys for the invite. I appreciate it. Um, happy to be uh, chilling with the the fault family over the the fault partner panel. So uh, uh, happy to be here. Chilling with the villains. Appreciate you having me. Appreciate you being here. Happy to have you, bro. What is wrong with my words today? Oh my god! <laughs> All right, my bad. Dude, you have no idea. I am. I'm overwhelmed. Box somewhere, when you're unpacking. Homie, I don't even know what English is. Go ahead, Mangoose. <laughs> What's up, everybody? The Mangoose, you are awesome. And yeah, I'm just. I play fault. I'm on the panel. <laughs> I'm on the panel. Damn, bro, you okay? Need a hug? <laughs> yeah. It's because you didn't wish me Happy New Year's until like just now. Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. I'm a bit sad about that shit. <laughs> oh, you want some velcro bro that's all i can say <laughs> go ahead beardy <laughs> i'm the bearded wolverine your michigan wonder uh fall partner actually this is the first time in a long time we got a full partner panel um so great to have it. let's go yeah we haven't had this in a while so it's good to see good to see um but yeah i'm excited Ooh. to have this conversation we missed a week yeah man you know what in retrospect well, actually, before we actually get into it, what's up, guys? If you don't know, I am Windu the Mace, a.k.a. Windu. Basically, we keep up. We all essentially here keep up with Paragon remakes or, you know, after the fact. But this that you're watching now is specifically just fault related. We might bring up other games sometimes in comparison. So fair, fair warned. But we do try to keep it at least fault related and we do our best to keep all of our comments, opinions, everything at least somewhat constructive, because at the end of the day, that's the whole point of these videos, not only to inform, but to, you know, kind of give our feedback about things. And the first thing that I want to hit y'all with and 
we're just we're just gonna hit hard off the gate right the first thing i want us to talk about is how does fault make you feel right now uh really good actually i think they've that it is so much improved like patch 14 brought so many new features that were really, really cool and my biggest problem was that optimization shit they fixed that and it's awesome i love it like i mean i know we're going to talk about their kind of lack of interaction with the community this week but i say give them boys a break they've been working hard man <laughs> like like the game is in a really good place right now matchmaking isn't the greatest but a lot of that has to do with me matching up with with um subscribers and stuff so there's just a huge skill gap range so you never know who you're going to be teamed up with but if i like solo queue then i'm usually matched up with what i would call appropriate skill levels which is dog deer but i can't bro <laughs> interesting any of you guys want to chime in on that russ you want to take a spot Sure, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I feel very similar uh, in that way. I, I, I think 14 so far is obviously we came in with, it's a huge patch, right? There's a lot of changes. Um, we obviously saw off the forefront that this is a huge patch and there's lots of chances for bugs to slip into a huge patch when you're making a lot of changes like that. Um, and, and they, I mean, I think they showed that they were the, I mean, the week that 14 came out, like, there was some pretty big, pretty big issues uh, with people getting kicked out and not being able to reconnect and things like that. And they were able to fix that within a couple hours. Like I think before even like two, um, like I, I had played like two games and some of the main issues that I had run into in those first two games were already hot fixed by that point. So I, I think they put a lot of work in. And I think that uh, in, in terms of since the new year, I'm, I'd, I'd like to see them like take, take breaks if they need it. I don't want them to get burnt out. Um, like that's the worst thing we would want is for that team uh, to not, you know, <laughs> to just get burnt out and and not want to continue to uh, to push content. So I, I'm happy to see them taking a break to, in my opinion, uh, this week as we have, they've spent time with the, uh, during the holidays with their, with their family and whatnot. But yeah. Right. Uh, I personally, uh, 14 came out, played, uh, when I played 14, really enjoyed it at first. And then my PC was just getting hit with the, the lag drops and, uh, the optimization issues that were there. And it just really made it frustrating to play the game. And I was having some issues, uh, and this patch that we're going to be talking about here shortly, uh, has made that change back where I'm actually able to enjoy the game and enjoy what 14 has brought us. Um, but I think mainly uh, the issues I'm having with the game isn't really matchmaking is fine. I, I've always had those matchmaking issues, Mangoose, because I always play with whoever comes into the stream and wants to play. Hey, can I join you? Bring it on, you know, and like it, whoever that may be, it doesn't matter if they're high ELO, if they're low ELO. Now it's just going to throw off matchmaking the way it goes. Um, so I play, I've always had those matches. So I'm not too worried about that. Um, I just feel like, you know, like it looks right now, 
Um, you know, if it doesn't matter what character you pick, you, you're picking sort of souls as your as your go to, yeah. and, you're, and you're picking rogue as your aspect. You know, it doesn't it, literally like they're putting rogue on uh, on a support character on uh, phase. You know, put rogue on her, and it's like, well, why, why would you put rogue on a support? Like, it doesn't you know, like you can think about it; it makes sense, right? But then also, you like, why is that a thing? You wouldn't like. Well, let's just do Rogue Narbash now too. I mean, why not? Like, we'll just put like things that you normally wouldn't do, but because that item or that 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 system or that you know that uh, aspect is that overpowered at this point or overtuned, I guess we'll say, it's something that you just see it all the time, and it takes away. It really is the meta, and it takes away from diversities, and I, that's where I think the changes really need to happen. You know what? I think um, Rogue would just be way better if it didn't combine, like if it didn't let you get sacks with physical hits and abilities. Does that make sense? Like if it were just one of the two, either or, for example. Right. It'd probably be way more balanced, but the way that they have it, like literally any character that can use an ability to cancel an auto can technically proc it. Like, I don't know. I, th- I think that might be the, the major flaw with it. You yeah. don't even need to do that. I mean, it's like very easy to proc, like even without having to auto cancel. Right. But if they yeah, put it only on basics. Have... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I think I, I think uh, even even with just having it on basics, Right, like you could still proc it pretty fast. Uh, I think the biggest thing with it being on abilities currently, the reason you can run it on, say, like a phase, is that like one ability, it's just instances of damage right now. So in, one ability can proc rogue. So like phases, phases, uh, lance can proc it so easy because not only can you do an instance of damage with the lance on one hero, but you could lance through both of them and and get two instances of damage just off that one lance, and then the mm-hmm. second proc hits and she's already proc'd rogue. Uh, and it's, it's like, you know, you could do the same thing with the, you know, gadgets, uh, her slow, uh, what, what do destroy. you call that? The seek and destroy, uh, mine. Um, it, it, it can proc it all within one, uh, one ability. Um, I think that's one of the things that's really, it's enabling a lot of burst on heroes that shouldn't have burst really. Um, cause then it's very, very exploitable. Um, and I, and I think that if you changed it so that it only happened off of an instance of damage per once per ability or once per basic, then that would totally change the way the card works. And maybe it wouldn't, um, maybe it wouldn't be as powerful, but I I mean, I mean, I don't know like what's too, too powerful and what, like, I I mean, with testing, obviously you need to, it needs to come down because everybody's using it, but like to what level do you bring it down? You know? Right. That's a yeah, great no, it's definitely too. balancing too, and that's what you got. We got to figure that out. I just, but it's something that needs to be done, in my opinion, just because you said it. You're using it on everybody. Like that's something. Like the whole. Like there's literally no point of having all those aspects when we guarantee everybody's using rogue, and then we'll pick one of the other ones. You know, like it just you want to take away from that meta, so then you're not just always picking that. Same with uh, sort of souls, like uh, or even the other you know stacking items. Like the they can be pretty strong. Um, with the way they're going. I know they got nerfed uh, a patch ago, not this patch, not this patch that just happened, but the patch before that, I believe they got nerfed uh, in the sense of how long it takes you to stack them. 
but you're mm-hmm. still getting the same stats out of it. It just takes you longer to get to that point. So you get a little bit less because they did nerf the the end result gain of it. Go ahead, man. This might be no sort of so. I I just say you gotta think, gotta take feel into consideration too. Like rogue feels strong because you see the immediate result of using rogue, whereas Templar doesn't feel strong, but everybody uses it anyway because you know that being able to you know, transfer your armor to your carry as a support is going to be powerful. It's going to be strong, but you never really see those results. So it's going to be True. difficult for them to balance Rogue in such a way that it doesn't feel as impactful, but is still impactful. Well, you I know what that reminds me of? Come in. I don't know if you remember, Mangoose, but there was an item that used to be a red item back in like OG, OG fall, like first version of fall called Peebly. And that's what yes. eventually ended up becoming mm. Gravedigger Crossbow. Now, P Blade did the percentage damage as additional damage. But then they were like, hey, when they made it Gravedigger Crossbow, they're like, hey, we got to tone that shit down. Let's put a cap on it, et cetera, right? Because percentage damage was just a little bit too strong. And I was kind of shocked when I saw Rogue. I was like, hey, Loki brought back P Blade, but now everybody can use it. Right. I was like, I I don't know why they did it, but I will say the purple aspects do need a little bit of love. They have for a while. There isn't really too much reason, at least before, to pick those purple aspects. Now it's like this is the only thing pick low key. There's just some stuff you can't place a numeric value on, like like the armor thing, like I said with Templar, you could calculate that out. You could do a spreadsheet and show how much damage you're mitigating via Templar. You can take Rogue with that damage, and you can show how much more damage you're going to deal with a combo of abilities or, and whatnot. But how can you put numbers on something like, uh, was it Aggressor that makes you leave Fog Walls with a speed boost? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't really quantify the impact that that's going to have on the game with certain players. Yeah, that's like, more think, of a feel thing. Yeah, it's independent. I think personally, aggressor for that reason, for that speed coming out of fog walls, is a very undervalued aspect because that's really right. good on junglers. Because you know, you know, you see too many junglers initiate attacks with their movement ability when they shouldn't. Like you see a, a chimera ambush and then Gideon just blinks away, whereas he probably should just run up on the Gideon, wait for him to blink, and then ambush. But with the with aggressor, you don't need that movement ability to get to your target. You just burst out of that fog wall and you're on top of them. So, but you can't quantify that. You can't quantify right. that the same way you do with rogue or some of the yeah. other ones. That's true. That that'll you come down to my feels. When you say it's, it's a feel, you feel how that one is. You don't, but there's nothing really. It doesn't. It's something that's like as a sports fan, you don't see it on the stat sheet, but it definitely helped out. You know. I'll, uh, I have something to say about uh, specifically the sort of souls that I that I, I find kind of interesting, um, specifically with the the fact that it's a stacking item. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this on a different angle recently, and I was, I was you have to stack by getting last hits with said item, and it's one of the first times they've come in and like other than Severog like had stacking items, which I think is. A uh, pretty cool, uh, you know, an evolving stacking item uh, is cool to have in the game. Um, and, and same with mana lens uh, being changed to a stacking item is is uh, 
it's, cool, it's yeah. just it's more exciting right yeah but what another thing it does and one another thing i've been noticing is that at lower elos i'm seeing a lot more people actually farming and maybe <laughs> right. maybe maybe this has always all been a ploy to get people to start farming because this card's so so powerful now actually people have to think about like stacking for the first time they're like oh stacking is like actually farming getting cs is a is a pretty big pretty big play it's a necessity yeah all just a ruse sure. maybe this was all just a big brain play to get people to actually start uh getting cs i don't know i'm just uh Probably not. Probably not the entire. I was about to say that's like, you know, that's a lot of credit, but I mean, who knows, right? It is. I don't. It is great for that. I agree with you, Russ. Like the you do see people are are now working on their last hits, and it's improving that part of the game, the, the laning phase and stuff like that. Um, I just think that the card itself is too strong in the, in that regard. I I don't know if it's something. If it's the ending, you know, the fact that we're getting. You know, you're getting 110 physical power off of it. You know, once you finally have it fully stacked with all the additions, like, do we? Do you take the the starting physical power and drop it? Like, bring it down to where you like you start off. You're only getting 20 physical power off of it. So then you add then all the stacks stay the same, and then you're only going to end up with having I don't know like at the 85 physical power at the end of it instead of 110. You know, it's still it's still a good item at that point. But you're, you know, starting off, it's not going to be as strong. Well, that's that's the way stacking items should be. Yeah, TBH. Like if you look at other mobas that have stacking items, it's if you pick a stacking item first as opposed to a traditional item, it's supposed to be a weaker item. Off, off rip. The whole purpose of it is that over time, if you play properly, the item itself will evolve to a higher tier item and you get that reward of investing into the item. But somebody has the potential to have a, a, a power spike sooner by not going a stacking item. The problem with Sword of Souls is, as soon as Sword of Souls comes online, as soon as you build it, you're already fucking clapping people, right? And then for the next 10 minutes, the, the clap factor 3000 starts escalating, basically. <laughs> Like I, what you brought up, bearded, like removing, or not necessarily removing, but lowering the base stats, might not be a bad idea. Quite frankly, another way to do it would be if you do want to give them solid base stats, just make it so the earned rewards you don't get them until you reach final stacks. Like lose on stacks on kill, lose stacks on death. That'd be an easy way to balance it. Bro, could you imagine? Not all, not all the stacks, but J I mean, stacks on death. Bro, that would tell people. But I like that. Can you imagine? It's like, hey, you gain five stacks per kill. You lose five stacks per death. <laughs> I don't know if they would do that. It's really like this idea that Russ brought up of guiding the players towards the gameplay that they should be doing via items. Like, I love that idea. Like. <laughs> Nah, nobody's stacking. Let's give them this stacking item. This is super powerful. Now that now they'll start farming. Let's do that with wards. Let's do a ward that gives you three <laughs> gold every time it reveals somebody. Why Maybe not? somebody will Why put not? on a fucking ward. <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah, make our super powerful ward. And Yo, like, man, I should really start using wards. Did you just figure out how to make support items actually good? Hey. Like the support starters actually good? What? If you remember, Paragon had certain wards that would give status effects in the radius of the ward. Like you would give you decreased damage or increased or increased 
attack speed or some shit. I forget what that word was, but it definitely exists. Right. Existed. Yeah. I mean, it was, words were different, right? Words were an actual item in, in, in Paragon rather than it being a like word slot. Um, <laughs> other than, uh, well, I mean, obviously. Well, other than the support items, items but, yeah. But, but the, like, in it's different here because we have an extra, like, ward trinket uh slot in this game rather than it filling a slot and being an actual card so i think it needed to have more use to it in that whereas now it's just an extra thing that everybody gets it's not something that you had to buy i understand why there's less impact to them um but it would be interesting to have uh something that like you picked different wards right now there's only the rad pulse and the normal and then uh, of course the sentry uh which is bought but like it would be cool if they had different uses like it was like boots where like every ward was a little bit different. That'd be kind of cool. It'd be kind of fun. Yeah. That'd be super cool. That. Like a war, but ward specific items. Like imagine a war jungle item that works just like a rad pulse. But if you successfully eliminate another ward with it, it'll give you like three gold or whatever. So you would get rewarded by building this specific ward item. Like there's other ways that you can do it into landing. I, I hate him. A ward that gives you awards. You're rewarded. I hate him. <laughs> Jesus Christ, bearded. Why do we? All right, we we have a we have a slot we have a slot open in the partner panel. Everybody, if you'd like to apply, go to we need one dot org and fill out an application. <laughs> Jeez. Oh man, but let's uh let's hit up some of the uh, changes they did just before the new year, right? So one of the things that they did is they adjusted some of the uh, and some of the aspects on Rook. They fixed an issue where Rook was apparently just flat out not working. So that's good. That's actually working now on the draft and loading screen. The pre-draft loading screen got updated and they fixed the issue where Gunmetal Grux's loading portrait was stretched. If you guys actually uh, got a chance to look at that. Go ahead and hit a GG down there in the chat, right? Because holy shit, that was that. funny. You didn't see it? That was funny as hell, bro. Yeah. My boy, my boy was squished. Why is Grux <laughs> so prone to bugs like this? <laughs> You're not wrong. Grux has had a history of issues in the lifetime. Um, and some of the other changes real quick that they did before the new year was on Countess. They fixed an issue with her drain that was causing her passive to not work properly. So that's good. On phase, they fixed an issue that was causing her to pull heroes back as she recalled. Uh, fixed an issue causing the link to go on cooldown after an ally breaks it. I actually thought that was on purpose. I didn't know that was a bug. So that's do. that's kind of cool to see. Uh, and then fix an issue allowing phase to pull teammates who recall Defon. Can I just say, I saw this in a match. I don't know if you guys ran into that. Like, did you guys actually, did you see that in game? Was she I pulling didn't. them all the way from the fountain down to the- Yes, bro. Like these motherfuckers, like imagine in lane, big chilling, backing. Faze is just staring at the carry. The carry teleported back, immediately got pulled, and they were spamming. So they bought their full item and got pulled back to tower. I was like, fuck that. No. <laughs> I was That's like, yeah. Brain play. Brain play. Yeah, bro, I, I mean, left it in. If it were an actual strat, yeah, for sure. But even then, fuck that. That shit was broken. I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> That's a gamer move. <laughs> right? Do right? It's a phase scroll. By the way, side note, I actually really, really like the way Gate Score looks now. You guys like Great Score? 
like oh, with yeah, the whole beam animation cool. bullshit and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, you did beam, yeah, that's good. I, I was like, I, I, we're really gonna talk about the item again? <laughs> like, no, I don't know. I'm just talking about <laughs> yeah, just yeah, in yeah, retrospect. It's good. Yes. Yeah, no, it, it was needed. It was needed. More, more uh, visual animations for that kind of stuff just makes makes everything look more. Yeah, polished. because there's times. Uh, yes, bro. If you were like you were on the tower, you're like you're attacking the tower, attacking the tower, and depending on what way you were facing, and they show up, they literally just there. You didn't know. And also, yep. next thing you know, you're being attacked. Like, what? Dude, like, how did you get back? You literally just teleported. How did you get back that quick? And it's like, oh wait, gate rule. So yeah, yeah, animation's yeah. definitely needed. That was Bearded's chimera version. <laughs> that is exactly what that was. Probably real with you. I 100% enjoyed that ninja diffuse show up right next to them without them realizing. That was just so so satisfying. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just like they don't know I'm gonna show up. Oh, bro, he's toasted. He's toasted. He's 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 under tower. He's under tower. Then bam, show up. Now it's like, hello, look at this big ass beam of light. I'm on my way, and I'm like, ah. So I kind of miss that, but I still want to be able to gate sports towards wards. Am I the only one there? I feel I feel like we should be, be able strong. to. That'd be way too strong. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because you could literally I don't know just place so have your teammate you place the ward. So? Well, in in most games that have a teleport, you're able to. You get what I'm saying? Like you're still paying a good price to use the gate scroll. Like, but what is it? I, I saw. I, I went up against a carry. That poor guy. He bought four gate scrolls so he wouldn't fall behind in level. And, but the, and he was like level five, but a thousand gold down. I was like, yo, my dude, poor guy. I was like, somebody on his team should have told him something. But you, it's a pretty decent investment. And on a lot of MOBAs, you're able to teleport to a ward. But I don't see why not. Yeah, and it would be another way to uh, get people, people to play, place wards. Uh, get them to place wards. Make it really powerful. <laughs> give them a, give them an ability to teleport to a ward. So he's like, okay, well then I better put the best ward I've ever placed in my life right behind this tier one so I can teleport <laughs> to the spot. Uh, exactly. I'm all, hey, I, I'm for it. Honestly, if they, I, they want to, and, and here's the deal, right? Like, give it a shot, right? Give it a shot. If it doesn't like the, if the community doesn't like it, if it doesn't work out, just remove it. Like, I yeah. mean, why not? Why not try it? You know, like, hey, give it a shot. Like, it works in some other so moments. Like, like, there's so many things. That's I'm always that way about uh, about all this stuff. It's like, hey, give it a shot, right? And if it, you know, a couple patches down the road, it seem it still seems broken. Or and here's the thing, like something could seem broken on the first week it comes out. Then people like play for a week and they're like, oh, actually, like I was just stupid before. And now <laughs> and now, like now the community knows how to uh, outplay it. And now it now it's just like doesn't work because I will they, place a ward on red buff just for Russ. Right. Perfect. <laughs> so, I mean, even what if about, like they're teleporting prime, to the ward. Like you, you, you just like literally pretty much just ward prime and you could tell toward to prime and, and stop the the prime fight. Well, no, 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 hold on. Hold, yeah, hold on, hold on. The enemy team could deal with it. And then so, also there's going to be a beam of light that's going to them. Yeah, I was so. about to say, you imagine you're doing prime and you just see this beam of light. It's just like, hey, guys, stop. We're going to fuck this guy up. <laughs> like, yeah. Unless you're like, Grace, yo, yeah. unless you're like in a five man of comms and you just all synchronize it. Like, all right, we're gate scrolling in in three, two, one, go. And then five motherfuckers show up out of nowhere. <laughs> that's a that's a crazy different strat, right? But, like Captain Planet just arrived. <laughs> 
No, I mean, it would be cool. It'd be a cool mechanic to have uh, for sure. And it, it's worked in other MOBAs as well. And doesn't and just shows that there's a, a chance it could work in this MOBA too. Um, but I don't know. You give it a yeah, shot and it doesn't work. And you just switch back. Specifically, um, here's the storm does what they call anomalies. They call them anomalies, which for three months, they're like, you know what? The towers are now going to decrease your armor whenever they hit you. And that's going to stack. And then if it works out, they keep it. And if it doesn't work out, the anomaly goes away. And I think that's a really cool way of doing it. And if, I think Fall should do that too. It would oh, I got you. So like they're 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 reverting and just like we don't know what happened, guys. It was an anomaly. I like that. They specifically call it up front. It's like this is the new anomaly. Like the new this anomaly is weather. There's going to be rain and snow and oh, all this other shit. If it works, shit. then they're going to implement. It's going to be fully yeah. implemented. It's more of like a test. The anom- right. anomaly is just here. We go. We're putting it out there. See how that's it clever. It, it's like the if McDonald's gone, Szechuan it was sauce. Anomaly. If it stayed, it, it was <laughs> <Yeah>. great. <laughs> what? It's like the McDonald's Szechuan sauce, dude. They tried it out. It, I didn't, can't. it didn't kick, so they brought it back ten years later when it got famous again. <laughs> and then and oh, still yeah, yeah. Shows, so they got rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. I love you, Russ. <laughs> Yo, like real- see some more experimentation like that. That would be cool. That'd be yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. I mean, this be is for sure. This is the time to do it. It's early access. Like, you know, I mean, let's get it going now. Not wrong. Now, really quick, just to kind of finish uh, some of these changes here that they did for the new year, and I would love your inputs on these balance changes as we go through. So feel free to chime in. Cut me off. Uh, on item on substitution, last minute, last fix here. They fixed an issue where subs. Uh, just wasn't dealing damage if you had it combined with spell shield. So uh, that was broken. Good thing that's fixed. Then as far as balance goes, so on the aspects, Queen now increased spell vamp. Went from 5% to 9%. I don't necessarily know why that was needed. Was it like maybe not impactful before? Because it's been 5% for a good while. It probably just wasn't getting picked. I mean, maybe. I don't think that four percent makes the difference for it getting picked more. You know what I mean? Yeah, because Queen has always been a stacking aspect. That's how you do adjustments. uh, Yeah, yeah. You want to bump it to fifteen percent just out of the blue, like pumping up to nine percent. And if people still aren't picking it, bump it up to twelve percent. And then if all of a sudden people figure out, oh, holy shit, this is really good. Okay. I mean, I can see that. I mean, I'll be real. That's something that, yeah, that's something that we don't normally see out of Strange Matters. Usually, we see them go to the point of no return. Like, yeah, let's turn this one back a little bit. You feel me? So, I mean, I'll I'll give you that. It's nice to see a uh, small adjustment just to see how it kind of fares out. Then we also got Rook, uh, the resurgence portion of it. The bonus armor percentage that you get in Rook got increased to 30 percent the duration that armor is there got decreased to three seconds so now you get three times the armor but it lasts has it lasts you half as long and then the damage threshold needed to be able to actually proc that is going to be increasing to 10 percent damage within two seconds i'm not mad at that that seems like a fair balance overall like hey let's give it a little bit more value 
decrease the window so you could still kind of play around it you know what i mean not make it too crazy because six seconds in a fight is huge come to think of I it i think it's an i think it's an underrated jungler aspect okay i mean i I would say they're not underrated now. Like, I mean, it was before. Um, and now I, I, I honestly think what they're doing here is they're saying like, Hey, we want to make these more impactful in games. And it just felt like before aspects weren't very, like it weren't that impactful. Now, yeah. now every match I see myself going in and I'm like, okay, what, are, what is my counterpart? What is my enemy using? Cause I really need, what to do I need like, to run? I, yeah. I need to know if they're running rogue because I don't want to be, I don't want to be poked out of lane by the fact that this person's running rogue. Just I, and, assume and then they're running the, rogue. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, hey, but then, but then yeah, even no, know, these kidding. other items, like these other items are so powerful. Like that's what Isn't they're doing. more they're, of a nerf though? This? And yeah, it gets bumped oh, up to 30%, no. but like the no. time you get, you get it, no. it's only three seconds. And then you have to, you also have to have even more damage done to you to even get it to proc. I don't want I mean, crocking when they're only doing poke damage to me. I yeah, want exactly. crocking when them in the middle of a team fight getting smacked. That's what yeah, I want to that, That's a good point. Like if, if if you didn't lose at least 10%, you probably didn't need the extra armor from a hit. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Wanna, you want it crocking in the middle of when three okay. people jump on your tank. You don't want it crocking when they just got hit by one Gideon rock. You know? And be mindful. It's it, also... It's one of those things like, would you prefer a smaller buff for a longer period of time or a bigger buff for a shorter period of time and since rook is made to be like hey this is the item that you want when you get heavy cc this is the item that you want when you get chunked at that point if you're getting chunked you want that bigger amount of armor quickly and if you're getting chunked probably within three seconds there's a good chance you're gonna stop getting chunked they're already they already blew their entire kit on you within three seconds that right sense. that makes sense but i will say it is nice to see love being shown to green aspects yeah. in general yeah what were you gonna say no, go ahead Magus. i was just gonna say like as a jungler when you come in for a gank early game you know a lot of times you'll either their jungler will be there or something like that this helps prevent a lot of that damage and that gank is usually over within three seconds late game whenever you engage into a team fight Usually you're that that 30% for three seconds is great for letting you hang in there for a little bit longer while your team catches up. I think this is just an overall buff to Rook. And I thought Rook was already pretty good, except for the instance that Russ mentioned. I tried to take it um, at first on uh, support Richter, I think it was. And like everything was procking Rook to where I didn't need it when I actually needed it. So this is even even the 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 threshold change is a is a buff to Rook, really. Mm hmm. I think so. Interesting. Now on Titan also, so the bonus health conversion got increased from 0.5% to 2%. Now correct me if I'm wrong, that's the Titan health conversion converting a percentage of health into power. Am I right on that one? If I'm not mistaken, right guys? So... Adaptive power, right? Adaptive power. But that's That's kind of strong though. Like going from 0.5% to 2%, that's, isn't that what it was originally? Or wasn't it originally at 2% before they reduced it to 0.5? I don't, I don't know what it was at when uh, they had it originally, um, when they originally created it, but 
all I, all I can say is that they're they're really trying to make these important, and you can yeah. see that. I mean, that's a that's a huge buff. That's four times more power. That's massive. Than that. You know, like that's right. a huge. That's you don't you're usually looking at like percentage increases, not multiplication increases of you know like whole yeah. whole numbers. We're yeah. we're not talking about 0.5 increase. We're talking about a 4.0 increase. That's that's a big that's a big deal when it comes to uh, an aspect that should be you know. That for tanky people something that was just like yeah well for tanky people yeah it just makes a big difference i mean that's like a considerable amount two percent um it's something to think about in the middle of a uh, just throughout the game you know yeah then a 0.5 is like mm, 0.5 yeah it's kind of like yeah it's nice to have but two percent you actually have to think about a little bit yeah it's massive i don't know if i like the fact that they're sticking with having a scaling damage item on what's more of a tank aspect. You know what I mean? Like, I still would prefer tank aspects to give you more value in the tank department, kind of like Rook does, or, I, cause I, I guess technically, green isn't even considered no. tank anymore, right? This is not power. This is part of the reactive rejuvenation. After taking damage from enemy hero, gain health regeneration equal to 0.5, uh, or plus one percent of your missing health uh, for ten oh. seconds. Subsequent attacks refresh the duration. So this is now it is for now that is it, it was because this says this is part of the, the Titan fourteen, right? But this is, but that's still Titan. This is still part of that. That was the that's Titan effect one is what that is. Then you have Titan right. effect okay. two, right? So Titan effect one. Now reading it to what the update is now would mm -hmm. be read as after taking damage from enemy hero, gain health regeneration equal to 2% plus 0.1% of your missing health for 10 seconds. Subsequent attacks refresh the duration. Which this is ridiculous on Greystone in the offlane. Okay, the then yeah, I was about to say I take it back, but wow, yeah, on Greystone or Chimera, that's kind of, that's kind of poggers. 2% health reading scaling. That's pretty. That's pretty good. That's actually not that bad. Yeah, no, Titan. Titan's very good. Um, it's like the, a must pick in the off lane, in my opinion, right now. Mm -hmm. Just because, I mean, I, it was before too, but now it's like a must. Yeah, uh, for survivability just, just, and such. Like sustained. Yeah, the sustain in that off lane role. Like if you're not running Titan, you're gonna get smashed because it's like having another uh, T armor on top. Mm -hmm. It's basically T armor for free. Um, and then you run T armor with that and your sustain is just crazy. Yeah, true. And then you combine it with a gray zone that progressively scales his regen by staying in a fight longer. Like <laughs> that now I now I start to understand why people keep saying that Greystone is so busted. Maybe it's not Greystone himself. Maybe it's just all these effects stacking plus T armor and everything. You know what I mean? Plus his new passive. I mean, yeah, his passive definitely doesn't help for sure. Yeah, makes him very good. I can actually I, counter mages in the offlane with Greystone now. A Grim that can aim? Not so much. <laughs> I can still get eaten. Right? But... <laughs> and then on Beast Hunter, we have Pelt Collector health per stack increased to two, and then out of combat moving speed increased to seven. You still got that pulled up, Bearded, that you could read us like the entire effect? With the updated so numbers, minion and lesser monster kills permanently grants 0. 0.5 point sorry 0. 0.15 physical power or 0. 0.25 energy 
power. It's adaptive and 1.2 health. So now instead of being 1.2 health, it's and two health. Um, okay. Stacking a hundred times. All right. So extra 200 health 200, total. 200 health. Yep. Uh, and then large and epic monsters grant three stacks. Reaching max stacks grants you now 7% movement speed when out of combat. Okay. I mean, that's not bad. I mean, you think Beast Hunter like even needed that? Movement speed, right? Because you get boots, right? That's 100% movement speed, right? So can you... Well, no, 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 no. Um, this? I, it's worth mentioning. There's a distinction between percentage and flat, right? Like boots will give you a hundred movement speed. Well, depending on the boots, right? Because the purple ones give you a little less with an effect. But they'll give you a specific amount of movement speed added to your base movement speed, which your base movement speed is different depending on the character you're using. You feel me? Okay. So what that does is after you finish the stacking, you get an extra 7% movement speed of what you currently built like you decided to throw a shot in there you just got even more movement speed added that helps with the seven percent you follow okay yep gotcha but um yeah i don't know I, I didn't necessarily think beast hunter was in a horrible spot it was a good stacking item you got the extra movement speed you feel me i don't i think this might be because if you look at the meta right now there is not like this is not a tank meta at all like they're trying to help tanks out in a sense because right now you you if you go into a match it's three adcs and two mages pretty much uh yeah. or a mage and a, and a support that's what you're getting you know like murdoch jungle is the main jungle you know person right now there's nobody else there's no point of having anybody else in there um it's it sucks i hate it you know but i mean that's really the meta right now as many ADCs as you can get on the map. So I well, think they're trying to influence you to pick somebody else because of by increasing the aspects here. Has, the, oh, has this even affected it? Power. Uh, I would say it, I say, I would say that it, it has. Um, it definitely helps out. Like, I mean, that's why you see Greystone's being used and Greystone is going to be a tanky Greystone just jumping on an ADC. I mean, they're going to do damage, but like, that's what you need. You need, or, uh, say a, a CC character, like a Grux or, a, a, a steel getting onto a carry. It doesn't matter how much damage they can do if they get blown up before they can do the damage. Um, and, but you have to have that tank allowed, you know, the health to get to that carry. Um, mm -hmm. so, and to get around all the CC and whatnot. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, it's moving in the right spot. If they want to make the other aspects, which they did, they made the other aspects stronger. I, I think these, these tank aspects needed to be more impactful just to keep them in line with like relevant, so to speak, more powerful. Yeah. If they want to have a more powerful aspect, like rogue, like, I don't think, I mean, I think rogue probably needs to be brought down. Um, but I, I think bringing up the other aspects more in line with the impactfulness that rogue has currently, um, right. then, then that's, that's one way to balance it is just to bring everything up to, okay, well, they're doing more damage faster. Well, that's, that's the thing. That was the problem with me is that like, I felt like Severog has been in a really bad spot because the damage scaling of, of the carries and the, uh, the mages are going up so fast compared to, I mean, Sev's the stacking hero and he still, he can't stack his tank faster than their damage it's like they're going up like this and he's just slowly going up and, and yep. you know he'll get there at a time but it's like it's 
he's just too slow, uh, unfortunately, yeah. compared to how how powerful the scaling of these other units are. And it's not that Tev's in a bad it's a bad spot himself. It's just they're in such a good spot. I, I always I was yeah is where I would uh, kind of put the uh, description of it, in my opinion. I, but no. I mean, you're, you're not wrong. We brought it up that when we did the tier list, we mentioned that like it's not that Sev is in a horrible spot. It's just Sev is a hero designed for late game where it looks like the rest of the game is kind of optimized for that 20, 35, like 20, like 20 to 30 minute window where it almost feels like Sev just is out of place. Like he doesn't belong because the current meta is so quick to scale. So yeah, well, and you also you also just brought in uh, Phase, who's the the counter to to Severog, right? Because because Severog just wants to get onto the carry. Well, if the carries if he's if Severog's getting blinded, how is he supposed to siphon the the, the carry? Uh, mm-hmm. How is how is he if he dashes to the uh, the carry and he uses his knock uh, his his ultimate to swing the carry away? Well, the Phase can probably still pull him back if she's within range. So it's just kind of his whole kit gets messed up by. By phase and with phase being picked so often, I think in a match without a phase, I think Severog can still, you know, work. But yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Like it's just so considering how rampant Rogue is, right? And Rogue definitely doesn't help against a character like Sev or all the other tanks because the problem is tanks aren't really worth much right now, and Rogue might be a direct cause. How would you guys feel if they just 86 Rogue? For the time being just take rogue out of the game for like a week or two see how things are without rogue and see if rogue really was as impactful or if there's a problem elsewhere because i feel like and the reason why i asked that to kind of give context is because i feel like a lot of their changes are like well let's tweak this and see if that does it no that didn't do it let's tweak that and see if that does it you feel me why not just isolate something and be like was that it no okay let's put it back I mean, in my line of work, that's uh, the one of the best ways to troubleshoot. You know, you you can either you know half split it, like okay, let's take ha- cut half of it off and see if that half still works. Okay, well that means this wasn't the problem. You know, like uh, you know, or that was the issue. Either way, but so yeah, like you taking it out and seeing where the game lies as is with without Rogue there would definitely let you know how much of an impact Rogue is giving you. Um, but I mean, are, isn't there also data points that would help you see how that's should happening? be the pick rate, when, when the pick rate, right? Should be some sort of back end statistic. But yet, yeah, uh, I think Russ kind of alluded to this earlier too. You also kind of give, got to give players like at least two or three weeks with a change like that to truly figure out what's going on. Because like aurora is a good example in paragon she was fucking insane over the top kicking everybody's ass and then supports figured out that purity sensor can completely cancel out her ult and aurora kind of just was a thing of the past you got to give players the chance to learn how to play around stuff no for sure yeah you gotta let the the data kind of collect a little bit before you make a a big like knee-jerk like there's going to be a knee-jerk reaction to the change but then there's going to be the knee-jerk reaction to automatically pull back because people are like, whoa, whoa, oh, but I mean, I think you're going to have that when you're making larger changes. And that's just kind of part of the the developing process, I think. Um, I mean, got to be willing to try something and have people, you know, have the reaction and, and then just look at the data. 
it has to be data driven when it comes to that stuff. And, um, and my opinion, but. right. Yeah. And Armadillo just mentioned this in the chat. Shout out to Armadillo. I've actually seen carry start picking T armor as a starter item, just to combat rogue. Not horrible, right? But is that like an okay, like a cop out be like, oh, just run this item and you cancel rogue. But now you're kind of behind as a carry. I've just Figure it out. thought that the carry phobia for armor is bullshit. If you're getting your teeth kicked in by a countess, get some fucking energy armor. Like you don't do damage when you're dead. Get, get some armor. People just, as soon as you take armor on a carry, they'll flip out or carries just will absolutely will not yeah, they circumstances take take armor all, at all. Sometimes you got to fucking take armor. <laughs> like right. if T armor is counting the, the rogue meta, meta, then take T armor. Who cares? Right. You know, and then there's always that uh, me and uh, Windu like to do, uh, depending on, you know, in certain cases, you know, you have that 950 blighted chest plate you can get. Yeah, that acidic iron is too strong, bro. If you're trying to counter somebody with physical yeah, iron, blighted. physical armor. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Blighted is the full item. But yeah, the yeah, 950 for that little that little one. That, that's nice. I mean, Fate's, Fate's Gunblade, the new energy bubble for, for carries is kind of cracked item. I love putting that on my Grim. Because uh, then you get that extra bubble. And double bubble. If someone tries to, this, the double bubble, dude. This, Wait, uh, double bubble. Has somebody oh, tried on a Grim Fates Gunblade and Warriors? Triple bubble. Has somebody tried that? I have. I have not. Uh, Since he can benefit from energy and physical, right? I think that would be a bit of an inch, but uh, <laughs> hey, man, a he's a hybrid. You feel me? He's a he's a hybrid. He would uh, he would actually benefit from the extra energy armor. I mean, from the extra energy damage. Hybrid. Hey man, we do not assume. Not the same passive, so you wouldn't be able to benefit from the. Is it uh, identical, unique? Because if it is, then it cancels out. I haven't actually looked at the identical naming of it. But yeah, so cancel themselves out. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so they did make a change on. Items, so I don't know. Oh, right. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> I really, we, I really, really miss the website being updated with the items. Like, I didn't realize how much I relied on looking on the website for all that information until it was missing and for pictures and shit for videos. But, um, on phase, they did change that her ultimate. Her R, the Psychic Overload, no longer deals damage to linked enemies. So that was a very big nerf as far as damage for her, but it still does apply the debuff effects worth mentioning. Uh, the item Mana Focus. Sorry, I must stop you there. So what you're saying is that it does do the damage, mm -hmm. but when, you, when using her ultimate linked to her ADC, it's giving them a speed boost and attack uh, speed, right? Yeah, um, and when linked so to an enemy, then, uh, it lowers their attack speed and it lowers yeah, their it movement speed. Lowers the movement speed, okay. Yeah, like that's still there. It just doesn't do the damage portion, What's preventing her from being situation? hardcore damage. Um, is it more beneficial to be linked to your your carry and giving them the ultimate, or is it more beneficial to be linked to the enemy and doing that to the enemy? I mean, I would say that's pick and choose because you got to be mindful. If you link to the enemy and ulted, you're not only slowing them, you're not only reducing their movement speed, but you're linked. They're about to get stunned. 
So it just really depends. Would you rather rely on your pull or would you rather rely on the stun? Because you know, once you stun the enemy with your link, you're not going to be able to pull your carry, right? So it's like a, a just like a cho right. choice offense defense. Both would be valid. It just depends on whether your carry needs help catching the person, really, you know? But uh, on top of that, so this is the patch that we actually saw Mana Focus and Sword of Souls get adjusted. They got a slight rework. Basically, to sum these up, they lowered the amount of damage that you got the amount of damage and mana that you got per stack but they increase the number of stacks and we'll go into those specifically on mana almost for sword of souls the the no, stacks the themselves number. yeah the stacks themselves but sword of souls did get a slight damage nerf because they nerfed the total percentage we'll go into no. it we'll go into it. no penetration is the only thing that got nerfed in it other than that is the exact same thing all right, we'll go into it. I got you. So on Mana Shard first, the maximum stacks got increased from 100 to 150. And then the amount of mana you get per stack got reduced from 7.5 to flat 5. And that transfers over to Mana Focus because they essentially are the same item being built up. On Sword of Souls, the physical pen got reduced from 15 to 10. Slight reduction there. The gold cost got increased by 200 cold. So that's double the nerf so far. The maximum stacks got increased to 100 and the physical power per stack got decreased to point uh, from 0.6 to 0.45. Essentially, that converts out to about the same power, but it just takes you longer to get. And then the physical power percentage bonus that applies to all the damage that you're building that got reduced from 10 to 6. And that is the biggest right. nerf that they got that that sort of souls got. I'd I still call bullshit. I mean, yeah, you're right. And, and then said those. If you want to talk about how much gold it costs, yes, that's a nerf. If you want to talk about the physical pen, that's a nerf. I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it's not nerfed. I'm saying that the stacks, the stacks itself, is the exact same. Literally the exact same. Do the math. It, it comes out to be in the exact. Yeah, same it just takes number. you longer to come online, which is which is still a nerf. Which means it's. But it's not. It's like the the amount of time is not that much more. Like it does not take me much more to go from 75 to 100 as an ADC. Like I, I'll get that hundred, no problem. It, it's not, it's not a bad deal. Like it, you're literally getting that still a hundred and like I said, I think it's hundred and ten pen or physical power on that item once it's finally built. So, one oh six, because like I was saying, the just what the last portion numbers on my ass. No, you're good. <laughs> the, I'm just saying the last portion, the whole. Because I think one of the parts that also made that item too strong before was the fact that you would get ten percent extra damage on your entire build. And that started kind of getting cracked the more you build. Lowering that to six isn't bad. I really think that should just be removed. The extra percentage. I'm okay with that too. That might make it more balance. Out of every item you have right now, what is the highest amount, uh, the highest item that has that gives you physical power? Yeah, I mean, it's just like, a throw not to have it. Stat straight stat damage like like literally just a straight stat physical power what is the what item in the game has the highest physical power stat just straight stat you build it that's where it is is that what 75 i think is an is an item or is there one that's higher than that i can't like i'm no it's it's definitely the highest but i think it is i think they should compare this item to arcane amplifier right like arcane amplifier gives you a good amount of damage 
but it also costs a good fucking penny. Like you get a big power spike when it comes online, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that's like 3,600, I think. But it's also the only stat you get off of Arcane Amp. Like you're not getting multiple stats. You're literally only getting that energy power. You're not getting energy power plus energy pen plus, you know, you're not getting a bunch Bro, of- Arcane would be correct. getting that one. That's my point. <laughs> yeah, that, when you put it that way, imagine if Arcane were cheaper gave you pen on top of it and then on top gave you the flat power with a percentage boost on top of it. it 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 is it is kind of a cracked item i like i i respectfully disagree with anybody that says that sword of souls is in a good spot right now hashtag you know who you are uh <laughs> you know exactly who i'm talking to uh you know who you are um but yeah like as far as I don't know, man, like that overall patch, I don't think that patch was too like it was big changes, but I don't think they made that much of a difference. I still see the same meta going on. You feel me? People picking Rogue and Sword of Souls. If you're a physical damage character, it's almost like if you're physical damage and you don't run those two, you're kind of just setting yourself behind even after those changes, you know? what i'm saying yep i still like i agree my idea for sort of souls and i think that my idea i'm gonna i'm gonna be all sorts of cocky now i think that should be applied to all purple items because like the way it was a paragon with like the black items or whatever the black aspect it was like kind of a risk reward like you would have this card and it would be super powerful but if you died you lost the card or whatever i think that would be cool with the sort of souls like you get the max stacks but if you die you lose 25 stacks and you have to restack it do that do that with like a whole bunch of different items like how would you feel but if you die the power decreases how would you feel that exact same method but if you already got to max stacks you can't lose stacks that's your reward by actually reaching max stacks but on your way there you can get set back yeah i mean you'd be painting a huge target on yourself until you got that shit stacked but well that's the point yeah, like, it's like a way to see the, the to see. I mean, obviously with Severog with his stacks, you can just look at his shoulders, right? Uh, his little shoulder pads he's got going on. You can see how where he you know, have an idea where he's at. And if you play him enough, you'll know where he's at by seeing what he's got, right? But is there a way in the game to if somebody does have sort of souls to see where they're at with their stacks and how they are? or in any other stacking items that we have, is there a way to kind of see where they're at? And, and, you know, you can't like pull up the, the, like on the, 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 the scoreboard right now, scoreboard, you can't pull the scoreboard and like, kind of like, I think that'd be something. Is that, is that not needed? Is that something that would be worthwhile to have on a scoreboard to be able to hover over that item? And all right, they're at 80 stacks right now on this, you know, so I can, I, I understand how much power output they're putting out right now. Is that something that would be worth it in the game or no? That'd be cool. I wouldn't be against it. Like just have a just have the the actual counter be public. Especially when be against you it. start transitioning into this game being a little more sustainable with a lot more people playing, and you actually have like ranked play, like higher ranks that would be invaluable to have. Lower ranks are probably probably still wouldn't matter, but yeah, being able to see where somebody is on their quest, as it were, yeah, would be nice. And then like, you know, and then if you're, if you really tie that into Mangoose's idea, 
you know, if it's if it starts to run that way, then you could really see like, okay, guys, we gotta like we literally have to focus the carry right now because there he's almost a full stack. We don't we don't want them to get in full stacks. So we got to bring them down, you know, and that would be something that you could kind of do with that. I think that would work out in that well with that in that regard. Russ looks like he's about to blow up. What do you want to say, bro? You're too nice. Oh, would, Interrupt. I double down. I would double <laughs> down on that. No, I, no worries, man. A, yeah, I, I think I, I think you could basically do the same thing that we have with Mana Lens cur- currently. Um, how Mana Lens is its own item until it completely evolves into Mana Lens. It'll switch oh. into a different form of the item. You just do the same exact thing. Sword of Swords can be the, the final item of the upgrade list, just like how Mana Lens is. And I think it should work that way, in my opinion, yeah. is that there, it yeah, should, like it. there should be some kind of visual showcase showing to me that like, okay, this guy's like, I have no idea if the guy just bought Sword of Souls. I, obviously, I know he's been holding on to it for a while. Like, I saw him get it. So I know I know that he built the base items. He built into it. And now he's had it for, like, 10 minutes. So there's a good chance he probably has 100 stacks. But I don't know for sure if he's hit that max. Um, I, I think it would be nice to have, like, a transformation. And then I think uh, in combination with Mangoose, I think, I think it would be cool to see... Uh, some kind of shutdown mechanics uh as it is being being a purple item i think it could come with some downsides if it is going to be as impactful it is as it is currently i think you could say like oh i mean let's let's do some kind of outplay um situation where you can bring those stacks down um similar to how the bear works uh with uh i have always thought the bear should not respawn with full canisters Mm. if he dies if he dies, the bear should be the bear should lose. It should lose everything he connect, he collected. I, yeah, I yeah I have I've always thought I've been a firm believer that like he should just lose it all. Like he has to restack. That's a problem. That's a that's a, like a, a risk reward thing with bear. And I, I hope that they that they decide to make a change like that at some point. In my opinion, um, and just make him a very high risk, high reward uh, character because it just seems to me that like he could just come back at any moment with. With ability, with yeah, maybe sense. that would be too powerful. Maybe maybe he just loses some. But I think you could do the same thing uh, like Mangus is talking about. I think that would be a cool mechanic to have. Um, to have to shut somebody down um, in that way. Uh, and, and then you have to have the visual... Um, like the visual, like, uh, like Peter was saying, you have to have that visual to know when that's occurring. So you can say like, Hey, let's group up as a team. So I would completely agree with you guys on that. Like, I think that would be a really cool thing to at least try, you know, why not? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean... It, the mechanic you brought up with the mana mana lens kind of variant, how it's like, hey, if you fully build it, it's an okay item. If you finish the stacks, now it's a dope item, like hella valuable. As opposed yeah, to boost, yeah, when it hits that point, but, like it's like, okay, well, it's it's oh, he's doing all right, but now we know, like, okay, boom, this guy's a problem and that's how it feels with mana lens honestly right now i think mana lens is in a really good spot like when i'm playing gideon on mid and i and i see somebody hit that mana lens uh final card or if i hit that final card i'm like oh i'm (laughs) i'm hitting some boys now like i'm smacking i'll three shot half your team come check me out i'll come see if i miss (laughs) my lane you know, that's how I feel when I get Mana Lens online. And I hope that that'd be the same way with Sword of Souls and continue to be that way. But at the same time, I don't know. It's hard to balance it. I get that uh, as well. It'd be easy. Like Dagger of Souls goes into Sword of Souls. That'd be so easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
No, for yeah. sure. That, that really would be such an easy transition, bro. And I will say this. I, it's a very dangerous thing to imply or for if they wanted to change purple towards like a risk reward scenario, because they've already basically tied all of their physical pen into purple. Right. Where as opposed to like a mage, for example, mage has their ability and their pen items all in blue. A physical damage character has to build a purple item Red if they want to if they want to build into some of those pen items. We got some pen in red, but just slightly. You feel me? Like the majority of pen, like almost all purple items are pen. Almost. Mm. So it really is one of those things that I'd be okay. Or hell, just add another fucking random color. Like what's a color they haven't used? Yellow, right? Some random shit. And and make it like the risk reward category. Make it like negative colors. I don't know. Sepia, whatever the fuck. But make it like they could easily just add a couple extra items in there. Sepia. What? That's like the old school pictures. Like, you feel me? Like the copper looking ones. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, I was just mainly wanting to highlight that I didn't necessarily see too much of a change. I thought these were all good balance changes overall, but I yeah. don't think that it necessarily affected too much about how the game is played, what people are running, etc. I don't think it was either, but I also, I believe, I, going with what we've been saying earlier, like you, we need time to play this patch. So we don't want anything too crazy of these changes, you know, to, to really affect that because we need to get those data points of what 14 actually is before we make any of those drastic changes. Yeah. So let, let's let's pick it back on that because we brought this up a couple times. How much time is enough time? Because like, for example, like tomorrow, it'll be three weeks since that patch came out. So how much time is enough time to be able to actually sit here and say, hey, OK, this ain't working. Let's try something else. I think it depends. It literally is a, a depending situation. Like if you have a uh, an active like strazy you know like when this game first came out like early access the, you know the amount of players that were playing it and the amount of time they were putting in that that time frame that you're talking about would have been less time but now there's not that many people playing and we're not being that active with it so you would need more time to be able to get used to the said meta to understand it to be able to be like okay this is how we go against it if you don't play that time, you don't understand it. You know, like, like for example, uh, going against a Kalari and understanding how to how to combat against a Kalari. If you just don't play against her enough, you're instantly just going to think she's a straight OP and she needs to be nerfed. So you need that time frame to do that. So it really, I think, I think that's a that's that's something that's got to be like player base as a variable. See, yeah. That they're able to see that the, the data points from what they're getting to be able to under you know to see if she's actually truly OP or what, but it's a tough one. Hmm. Goose, Russ, do you guys have any ideas on that one? Any input? Are you offered all I had? <laughs> I can't. He's like, I'm out. He's that's it. He spent. Bro, <laughs> you need 50 more cents. Put it through the slot. Nay, nay, nay. Chill, 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 chill. Um. Yeah, I just, I don't know, because that's a doozy. And considering that at one point they got the key community used to 
you know, balance updates every two weeks. And those are going pretty consistent. There were constant changes for like 99% of those weeks, right? And tweaks in here and there. But now that most of that tweaking has been done, I, I, I probably wouldn't be mad if they came out with like a monthly balance patch. But just kind of like have it established, you know what I mean? So people aren't just sitting there wondering, wondering for a month, like no balance. Hello? Well, like, I also think that we don't want that either, because then we're going to get uh, spoiled and we're going to think that every month we're going to get this balance patch. And then for whatever reason, if something happens, we're not getting a balance patch because then maybe 15 is coming out, you know, in two weeks more. You know, why would we put a balance patch out when we're just going to drop 15 in two weeks? So then they kind of like focus on 15. Now, again, you you would just have them announce, hey, we're not we're going to not do this balance patch. But then you still get your people will have an uproar because they don't have their their balance patch that they're used to getting. So and I just don't think that they should ever lock themselves into any sort of time frame like that. Um, hashtag every three weeks. We see it. We see we saw how what happens whenever you promise the community certain changes at a certain amount of time, some of those changes are going to be rushed and they're not going to be beneficial to the game. Like if, right. If a yeah. month goes by and they don't see any reason or they don't have things ready, then they should have the autonomy to, to, to hold back and not give us those changes. Will we bitch about it? Of course we will. We're like, Oh, every month, there's a. but still, as long as they don't ever promise that every month they're going to give us something, then, I think it should be fine. I don't want to force them into doing something they don't need to be doing. Yeah, I, hmm. my my thoughts on this. I I think it's going to be what we're coming up to the I mean, third third week since a major update. Um, I, I think they bring something. They bring something next week, just as like a as a even just a small thing. Just to like, like kind let's of, just throw something in there. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, and I think as their team continues to grow um, and they have multiple multiple avenues to like release new things, right? It doesn't need to be a balance patch every time. It could just be like, hey, there's some hype thing that we're, you know, that we're drumming up that it doesn't need to be like an update. But if, even if there's just like a connection to the community, a touch point. I think that's really what what people want, and it, sure, a balance a balance fix. Like if there's like something that's completely broken, um, and they've they feel that they've got enough uh, data on said thing, and they want to like drop drop that update, then hey, that's cool. But like even if it's just like hey, like we're we're introducing a new skin this week, like cool. Like doesn't do anything gameplay related. There's no bug that's gonna occur unless it's Box Grux. I mean, but hey, I, would, <laughs> I, would, I would, can't I would, with you, bro. I had to, uh, Box Grux <laughs> back in the or or uh, sh uh, Steel's shoulder this week. Anybody seen Steel's shoulder? No. It's oh, oh, it's it's, it's, such, a, it's such a funny bug. I, I love it. Is his shoulders like bouncing? If you guys have a chance to play the game, uh, try at least just go into a PVE match and play Steel right now. I don't know if it's specific to a uh, to a skin. I don't 
think it is, but I know that the blue steel skin, I was streaming yesterday and, and, and my shoulder was like pumping. Like, I don't know, man. I look like he was getting yelled. I don't know what's happening. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Like that. It doesn't, it doesn't like affect the game. It's just, it's just hilarious to see. Right. I mean, like, I don't know, like leave it in for a couple of days, leave it in for a week. Cause it's just fun. Like I want people to have, I don't know. It's still is yeah. game. Yeah. There's good, game good meme moments for sure. Right. It's just, it's just something fun to, to see. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's like not game breaking. It's just kind of funny. Like, I don't know, like don't leave it in forever, but like, I mean, I mean, Oh yeah. Like I I, I would be happy. I mean, like if they added something for balancing, you know, whatever reason, whatever that may be, you know, uh, I'm, I'm cool. Right. Uh, but I mean, I, I would be even if they, let's say there was no balance, the next patch, there's no balance at all. But it's just like, hey, here's a list of bugs that were fixed, you know, like map position bugs, you know, like like stuff like that. Because, you know, just going keep on going with the optimization, you know, and and smoothing out what we got going on. That would be perfect for me. I would be happy with just getting that patch. Like, OK, this is stuff we 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 you know, we were in the game that was bugged. We fixed it. This is it's no longer doing this that I would be all about that. Yeah, I think this yeah. just comes down to the communication that we're mentioning, right? Because, uh, like, Russ brought up a great point. Like, you guys remember when it was Decker Grimm? They teased even just a snapshot of the portal that they were going to come through. And that was right. it that week. And everybody was like, what the fuck is that? Who does that even, like, who could that even be? And then the next week, they teased something different. Like, it, they could easily just, like, an upside down, twisted gadget elbow arm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it could be something totally random, but like, if there's a new skin that they want to drop, like, let's say next month, start yeah, throwing hints that. like one week here, one hint that next week that. leading like up they, to it. They, they asked, like, what do you think about this? You know, and it was that vacation Severog or the um, or the tough Richter, uh, bro. The, the what? Richter, um, or the uh, the Panda Boris, you know, yes. different skins they kept on teasing on. Like, I wish they kind of bring that back. You know, it doesn't have to be weekly, you know, but maybe, you know, once a month they drop out like, hey, what do you think about this? You know, kind of like, hey, look at this skin. We got uh, it, it, even if it's just a concept, it doesn't have to. That doesn't mean it's coming into the game. But it's just to generate hype and people and, and uh, get people talking. Um, yeah. And then you have the uh, another thing I miss is uh, like you're saying, like we know there's other heroes coming. Right. And we recently had and I, I say recently, but it wasn't it was actually it feels like it was actually a while ago. We had that Fang Mounties and then nothing else. Like, come on, give it like I loved that Decker Gad uh, Decker Grimm, uh, you know, that continuous like. What is this leading like up was, to something? Yeah, it was a it was a video, and then it was a picture, and then it was another video. You know that leading up to them coming out was great, and I would love to have, even though like we all pretty much know it's Fang Mao from that last little. I mean, you never know, you never know. But but if I get a little, uh, if I get a picture of the end of a pipe, I know that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> so there's never like you don't know but like we're just pretty much to that point we think it's that you know give us something else you know like just kind of keep us like give us something more like that's just a little bit more i'm not asking for i don't want a hero tomorrow i mean well if well, you give me here tomorrow that's great thank you um uh, but i mean like, hey, hey, like, hey, hey shut up I'm asking for. <laughs> you know i i just like 
give us something more. Like, just keep teasing us, you know? Like, literally, you guys have so much in your back pocket. And those little teases are just going to generate hype. They're not going to hinder in any way, in my opinion. Now, you know what I'm curious about? Since we're kind of in the subject. So those little teases and stuff like that. They did a bit back then. And then they kind of switched gears and they started communicating with us as a community, right? And like, hey, we're trying to get to patch 14. Once patch 14 is good, that's when we're going to start marketing. That's when we're going to start making moves, events, dev streams, all that stuff that they mentioned, Twitch drops, etc. So I'm curious, do you guys think that that's either something that's probably already on the way or that that's something that they'll even consider doing like go start doing like some of those old tactics again or do you think they're going to just stick to new tactics um i hope they they go back to those old tactics you know but like with a um i'm not saying that those old tactics weren't good right like, or those that the videos that were put together i'm not saying those weren't good but they've now had more time more practice so they're mm -hmm. going to be even better you know what I'm saying? So I, I hope they do that old stuff, uh, you know, with the practice they've had and make them even better, you know, or, uh, or prime or, or over prime over prime just came out with that cinematic trailer, you know? And I'm like, wait, what did I say? Yeah. Uh, yeah you're good, you're good. their cinematic trailer, that cinematic trailer was pretty freaking sweet. I, yeah, I it's, it it's, it's nice to see stuff like that cinematic trailer. But I mean, like the gadget trailer that we had for here, that was cinematic and then it turned into gameplay. And that was actually a pretty smooth transition, you know? But like, so there we're doing them as well. But like, I, I hope we go back into it. Like, that'd be great. We'll see if they hired that marketing manager that they were trying to hire. We'll see what happens. True. Yeah, that's one thing I was going to. That's one thing I was going to bring up is that they're currently looking to double down on that team uh, and add that marketing manager. Um, and you know, as their team continues to grow, it'll just give them like, I think right now they're just limiting, they're limited on amount of time. Like they have so many people working on similar things that you get these people. Yeah. Like uh, all hands on deck sort of button, all hands on deck. And, and if like they're all working on a patch, then, you know, they're all honed in on that. Then it's hard to, it's hard to bring out this marketing material, uh, when, the marketing team is also helping with trying to make sure that everything is going smoothly right. with the launch. And then like, how do you market something that's not quite ready yet? You, you, don't, you don't, please don't, you don't, please you don't. don't market it because you don't want to market it too early. And then like, everybody's <laughs> like, where's, where's this, this stuff that you, they showed me, you know? So I, I see why they would want to wait is because you want to wait until it's like actually ready oh. to go and a marketing side of things. And when your marketing team is so small, it's, you, you can't have the, you, you know, when your team itself is so small, you can't have, you know, people not wasting time, but like in terms of the things that are like forefront need to happen, like gameplay breaking bugs and things like that. People need to be focused on that when they have the time to do it. Uh, and, and so I, I, I think that when as the team continues to grow, they're adding three new people and they're uh, they're hiring right now. There's yeah, three or three four new, roles, yeah, three new roles, yeah, that they're that yeah. they're trying to hire for. That's a that's not small like that. You know, if you're t if these people are that's a good amount of staff. That's a lot of extra. Yeah. That's a lot of extra um, hands to uh, six hands. 
I mean, we're talking, we're talking. <laughs> That's a lot of extra dough, bro. We're talking realistically. Flanges that are going to be. I hate them, bro. She can three keyboards. Uh, and so we're going to have at least three keyboards worth of more work getting done. I mean, come on. I mean, geez, three more Ethernet cables? Come on. Yeah. I can't with them, bro. I love them. Uh, Russ for marketing manager, confirm. <laughs> Correct me yeah. if I'm hey. wrong. Um, no, Aspada was the guy that was doing the videos uh, back in the day before he fully came on to on as a dev, right? <laughs> and then now here he is; he's the map guy. So is that why we're not getting as many of the videos that we used to get because he's full blown map guy? Um, well, no, I was about to say, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Balix oh, is the new map like video content guy. That's why they did like that little AI introduction with like the the Balix voice overview instead of uh, Silfen, right? So they do have somebody. I guess it would just be more of a when matter, you know? Because at the end of the day, they got people for different roles. And as we just mentioned, they're expanding, right? They got people for different roles, but are like when are they actually allowed to post the stuff they're working on because who knows like people might have been working for the last six months on something like the art department those skins that they teased a while ago right like those skins didn't just disappear you know what i'm saying like their art department must be cranking stuff up like i doubt gideon was the only one because gideon the Gideon skin, which correct me if I'm wrong, that was the skin that we got teased shit almost a year ago. It was in pieces, right? Like we saw like a chest piece and then like a shoulder or whatever the hell it was, yeah. right? Those so, those things they would they would slowly glue, you know, you know, every like, oh my, here's a patch, all right, patch notes, we know we're getting a teaser. You know, it was one of those things. There was there was quite I a bit of stuff around the so same time. Sorry, I I believe that was also the um when we got that teaser of uh, Gadget working on that that character, that that person sitting down in the chair, I believe that was also a tease, which I don't know how long ago that was of of the Gideon, right? I'm gonna imagine that I was think the it was, Gideon though. skin. I think that was just an AI tease, to be honest. I mean, it could have been a Gideon no, skin because I, th- I thought it was the Gideon's chest is a circle. The person laying down is a diamond. Maybe another Gideon skin coming. Uh, yeah. Maybe it maybe possibly. wasn't. I don't know. I, don't I just know. know Gideon. The I, Gideon skin is pretty much Iron Man. You know, yeah. you have an Iron Man like chest plate, <laughs> right? And the guy laying down that Gadget's working on has a, a has a has that diamond. Sorry, has a triangle uh, on on their chest. Yeah. Well, so uh, we have even Iron Man One, Iron Man Three. It's already been teased that we that we uh, <laughs> still don't still don't have. I mean, it's it's quite possible. I mean. it's just all about when they you know when they release stuff i'm sure there's stuff that they have that's that's ready to go just in the piggy bank it's just that you know they're ready to you know it's just you got to have it all at the right time right and that's how any kind of game would release right like i mean the game's still you got to give people something to grind for we got waited for the mastery skins got a lot of like the art team i'm sure was cranking away at the mastery skins for quite some time because they were all like you know custom custom built skins you know obviously they were like just kind of like recolors in a way re you know but at the same time it's still 
a good cool mark in the QA yeah. process that comes along with each skin and everything. Right. Obviously, yeah. you saw like it's different enough that it messed up the countess face in the loading screen. Well, they fixed that, but like at the same time, it was like it it was it wasn't just like copy pasta. It was you know it was a decent amount of work that they have to go through and make sure is completed correctly. So, is the gadget face fixed in the emotes when you do the emotes? Like her face just kind of drops. Is that is that still there or no? I haven't checked on that in a while. Yeah, ga- ga- she, no, really she drops on her arm and she like kind of reclines back when she does that like a part of her, her like fade like she literally just had to stroke <laughs> it fell off and it just yeah drops to the ground. that's how it was <laughs> oh is that like the uh um the eyeshadow on twin yeah. blast and that, yep. that yeah, yeah just like that i did yep just, yeah. just like, like that, that. Just, just as creepy too just as creepy yeah it was pretty creepy <laughs> pretty creepy so I, I remember we saw that when we did the uh, partner showcase. We were able to you know go in and mess around with her and like what like what is she doing? And I was like, like oh look at her face. So and so I I want to talk about a little uh, interesting subject here with you guys. Now on patch four zero point fourteen point three, that was the optimization patch, right? Yes. And we'll get into the optimization in itself, right? But they specifically say on here, we performed a large optimization overhaul on the map to help correct FPS issues. We'll continue to monitor this issue on all ranges of player PCs and push fixes as needed. That's cool, right? They're prioritizing the optimization, which I, I think really was needed. Russ, were beyond when 14 first dropped before 14.3, were you having any issues? Were you getting any of these issues or no? Uh, as terms of optimization, I was not personally I, receiving much of an optimization issue. I know that others had been, um, and I had heard that from my community, but I, I personally wasn't running into too many issues. I had a okay. friend that did incur some like specific matches and, and i also noticed that some matches specifically like maybe it was just like the server itself was uh was having more issues than others um okay. but Possible. for my pc i know it was very specific from what i was from my understanding of of the optimization issues it was very specific to different hardware um and i know that can be true uh for you know any kind of issue oh, sure. can be like someone's specific hardware could be uh, causing issues with you know something yeah like the specific it, hard drive they have or whatever it could it could right, vary right and it could be all the combination of even the the software that's connected with the hardware could be an issue too you know but yeah. I, I didn't I didn't before and I'm having um, even even less and i'm hearing not too much about it now from other people um i'm hearing that some people are still having issues i've 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 had some like kind of like hitchy moments myself in a match where like all of a sudden it kind of feels like everything's bogging down for a moment but it usually comes back um and just recently smooth after that but it 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 does have uh issues it's not i mean there is some issues that have occurred um but I've so with 14, I know Goose and I, we were having issues like it was, like we would we, we even dropped it down to like we were like running everything on low. We brought our like 3D radio you know, down, you know, pretty low. Like we we had to do a lot just to even try to enjoy the game. And we were still having issues even at that state. Um, so we're in a lot better place now with 14.3. I have heard of somebody actually they didn't have issues before 14.3. And now they do. 
sorry, headphones shove. They, oh, no, you had issues before 14.3, and then after 14.3, now they're having the issues that we were talking about. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm like, man, hmm. that's weird. Like you like, and so far they're the only one that I know that has had this issue. It's so like, difficult when it's like one person like that. Cause it could be very local to them. Like maybe right. they just need to re-verify their Steam verify files. The files. Or maybe yep. there's something went wrong with the update or something like that. Something. Yeah. But I did I, have I, one. I thought it was a perfect optimization update. And then I did have a couple of games where I did drop down to two, like the two FPS hmm. there for a second. I'm like, damn it. I'm like, okay, it's not a hundred percent fixed. But it's tons better than what it was. Yeah, yeah. I can at least play it on a beautiful looking game. Like, it, like dropping the, all that stuff to low, because I before fourteen on thirteen, I was running everything on Epic, and I mean, I wasn't getting you know one hundred twenty frames per second, but I was still enjoying the game, and it was it was beautiful, you know. And then it's like okay, and then have like go into fourteen, like okay, well now I got to drop to low. I'm like, ooh, this doesn't look as good. I'm like, I'm not a fan. <laughs> Yeah, I will. I will say uh, that in the current patch with these optimization uh, changes, I still um, I do get better frames um, when I'm not streaming. So it does use a lot more when I'm running on Epic. It used to be that I I didn't really run into a difference when I was not streaming and when I was streaming. Um, And now it's it's kind of teetering right on the edge of using almost all of my GPU now, whereas Mm -hmm. Even on all Epic settings before it, it wasn't. Now I have to kind of like um, mess with the post processing a little bit and a little bit of the uh, foliage is how I've been kind of adjusting my game to to make up for that. Uh, I can run everything on Epic when I'm not streaming, but just because post processing uh, specifically as well as the the foliage being so demanding, um, it, it, it when I'm streaming, it, it will it'll kind of have issues. So I and if anybody and then obviously the verifying of files. If if you're having issues with the game, if you're watching this and and you haven't verified your files, just there's a good chance the verifying your files will help. It won't yeah. hurt. Uh, so just give it a shot if you haven't. Um, yeah, and hopefully that. You know, with any of your games that you're having issues with, if you're right, if you're yeah, a game on Steam that you're yeah. having any issues with any game, verify the files first. It's almost like the first day of step of troubleshooting. Um, yeah. What now? I'm not a computer guy at all. I mean, I am. I have a computer, but like, I don't know much about it. So, would you guys say that Fault is a more of a GPU uh, game or more of a CPU game? Like, there's more uh, more wear and tear on the GPU or more wear and tear on the CPU? I haven't right noticed a lean. It's more GPU. Yeah. It's more heavy on the GPU currently. Okay. Gotcha. I was about to say, I haven't necessarily noticed like a hardcore lean to where it's like, yo, need a bit of graphics card, bro. Like, chill. So, I mean, I guess it is worth mentioning too that most early access games are usually not the best optimized. I always use Hunt Showdown as the example, right? Um, but it, do you guys think that they should prioritize optimization over content until early, until full release, like to be able to get everybody to play as, as smooth as possible? Do you think that should be the priority right now? Not anymore, because I think they fixed a vast majority of people's issues with this optimization patch 
Most of the people that I was talking to that said they had problems before are no longer having those problems. There's actually zero outliers for me. Everybody that I know of that was having problems before are no longer having those problems. So I think now they're in a position where they can start doing content again. Okay. So like a majority thing, like, I don't know, like if 99% of people are chilling, like, hey, still work on the 1% but you don't necessarily have to like dead on focus on it. Yeah. I mean, you can't right. expect to fucking play fault at Epic settings on a laptop. You know what I mean? On like that you got from school or some shit. Like not everybody's going to be able to play the game on Epic settings. You got right. You got to have a bit of an understanding there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even think Paragon was really able to run a crazy amount of FPS, you know, even with the, as beautiful as it looked. I know, I mean, it still had, you know, it's issues, but I also, I only played on, on PlayStation. So I don't know what my, I really yeah, was looking the for. The majority of the fan base was stuck at 60. So, yeah. So like, you, you were maxed at 60, if anything, if you, if you were getting that, you know, but I still don't know you, even if you were getting that 60, you know, uh, on that situation. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. You can't like expect that, but I still think that them working on optimization will allow them to when they do go full release will allow them to expand their player base because there are people out there who can't afford to upgrade their pc especially with the way these gpu prices are right now that like you can't like okay yeah i got a, I got a pc but i'm looking at your specs i can't play you know not with what i got so if they work on their optimization to where those uh you know a wider variety of specs can play it i think that'll be beneficial too but i don't think it's like something that they need to like focus on it could be something that they work on as they go i mean there's only so much you could do with optimization though right like before the True, game starts yeah. looking like shit i think they would lose more players by having the game look like shit on a high-end computer than they would gain by having it look half decent on a very low-end computer people want the money they invested into their pc to pay off with a beautiful game True. i think if you lower the, the 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 fidelity of the of the overall game to the point where everybody can play it on whatever fucking computer then you're going to lose people because it's just not going to look as pretty true now on the same subject of optimization so they also mention on here specifically that they're upgrading to unreal engine 4.27 so for those of you that don't know that's currently the latest version of unreal engine that's out officially we all know unreal engine 5 is on the horizon now if you go on epic's page they mention specifically that unreal engine 4.27 is compatible with unreal engine 5 that's coming out in 2022 so and i'm pretty sure if some if not all have seen some of those trailers out there throughout the interweb of unreal engine 5 and how good it looks and great for performance and everything you uh, you know squeeze in the lemon type of performance sort of vibes so do you guys think it would be worthwhile to shift for fault to shift over to unreal engine 5 have all those benefits but at the same time take whatever hurdles may come in the transition process Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think you, you, you should, there's really, I mean, if depending on what the downsides are, I don't really know, like, it seems like going from 
what it, 4.7 that's what we're at now 4.4.27 and worth 4. mentioning 7. my dev buddies have told me that it's literally as easy as hey i'm opening my project file in unreal engine 5 some of the stuff might not transfer 100 percent, so you kind of might want to go in there and just make sure everything's set but on a smaller file game not that much has to be changed on a bigger file game like a like a full-on massive project more things might get changed and it's one of those things that they either have to go through and sift through it and just go line by line making sure everything's good or be like oh okay that wasn't supposed to happen <laughs> time to go back in there and change that sort of vibe so if kalari just comes up and she's no longer in the game when we go out on road to five that'd be fine no that was just me i got you <laughs> four years ago when we were excited for 427 because that was supposed to be made above alpha date was that the day? Don't you tell me that was the day, Mangoose. It was. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know why. I saw the 427. I was like, that reminds me of something. Well, that was because 426 was uh, Paragon's last day. Right, yeah. So 427 was supposed to be like that, like the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Continue, yeah. Oh, snap. <laughs> is that why epic stayed at 427 they're like let's just skip to five and that number hurts no that's why that's why strange matter is going to 427 just because an in your face to meta buff <laughs> that's my hat theory that's my tinfoil head <laughs> they upgraded out of shout spite. out to you jelly <laughs> now they do mention in there uh before i let us continue i'm sorry they do mention in there this change comes with many benefits to the development and is another step forward to step towards improving the overall feel of our game updating to 4.27 was needed for some future large-scale plans that we hope to share with you soon what do you think about that russ you can continue what you were saying earlier. Like, no yeah no it sounds like they are just prepping for for their plans to go on five is what it sounds like to me it sounds like their team's like hey we anticipate that five is going to be big for our game like the looking I mean, it doesn't really make sense to if they have plans to go to five to be like not working within the the most recent Unreal Engine that's going to be going to five. Uh, like if they have the ability to just transfer it, transfer it over pretty, pretty easily. Like, I, I mean, relatively yeah. it would be to, relatively easy. Like if if they can get that work done now, sounds like this was the bigger step was getting to four point two seven or whatever. Then going to five later is going to be the um more of a simple step once they've once they're ready for that like hey like that's that sounds great like um like i think they should totally totally go for that and i think um i think they're already on the right direction uh just getting you know with with this patch like obviously it worked for most people um and like yeah and i'm with mangoose on it like i i don't think we should you know be taking they shouldn't be spending all their time trying to work out all the kinks for the one percent person like just this, this person's important sure this person is very you know important you want to have everybody be able to play the game right and you want to be able to like help them out um but you know like the 99 percent of the people that are having a good experience you need to keep moving them forward as well and you can catch that other person up later uh, as you're as you're going along like your team should be large enough like, I think that's why they're trying to boost the team up again, is that like they can have the capacity to not only be working on those smaller projects like bug fixes uh, and assisting 
like performance issues and whatnot, but then also working on your higher tier, your, your, you know, your, uh, big picture, um, the money maker numbers yeah. ideas, you know, your think tank guys at the company at the studio need to be, you know, constantly working and constantly thinking about what's going to take this game to the next level. And if, when you're thinking about, when you're thinking about a MOBA and you're thinking about a game that could be esport competitive, like you have to be thinking about that, right? You have to be thinking about like, okay, uh, esport competitive game needs to be like, uh, you know, moving forward for, for years. Like uh, we're talking about games that last over a decade, uh, if done, if done well, if it hit the right stride, you know? So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, uh, you gotta, we're, we're not even at release date yet, you know? So like you gotta be, you have to keep those guys thinking like, well, what's going to take right. this game to the next level. Um, and so I, I believe that they're, they're thinking about those things, but as more people get added, it gives them the freedom to do that. You're not in the nitty gritty all the time. Like, Oh, this bug, this bug, this bug. Like same no. with any company, same with any, any company and any, any different industry as well. Uh, right. it's not just game development. That's just kind of no, a basic sure. business, business standpoint. Now with, with, uh, Unreal Engine five, is there any chance that it would with Unreal Engine five compared to Unreal Engine four, that it would be easier to port over to console? Is there something that maybe they've worked together with other consoles to make something like that, you know, easier in that regard? That could be a possibility that they're working towards as well. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, I don't know how it affects the console boarding process specifically. TBH. Now, it, it is worth mentioning because we've seen MOBAs in the past. Arguably, every successful MOBA has chosen to stay at the engine they are in and just refine that as opposed to upgrading to a newer generation. Smite being a great example, right? They stayed in Unreal Engine 3. They're still there. And then we also, of course, see like League of Legends, Dota. They haven't really moved too far from the engine that they were at. They polished it, but they just refined where they were. So could the argument be made for a startup company that still has a small staff, is it worthwhile risking the chance of taking several steps steps back at the possible higher outcome? Or would it be better to stay in the current path, stay in Unreal Engine 4, make as good of a game as possible in Unreal Engine 4, release the game in Unreal Engine 4, and just stay there? Tough question. Thank you. I don't think it's that tough of a question because if you look at other MOBAs like Smite and like League of Legends, Dota, whatever, graphics don't really matter for those games. Graphics matter to Par- to, to the Paragon um, refugees. Pe- people were brought into Paragon because it looked so goddamn beautiful. And if they can okay. do whatever they can to make it look even prettier, I think they should do it. Like Smite looks okay, but it's nothing like Paragon, right? And like, of yeah. course, League of Legends, Dota, the fucking nice metric top down yeah i mean on on ue3 you know the smite is high res you know you bring them on to ue5 they'll be low res you know then they change their team name and you know that that wouldn't work out very well (laughs) so 
You really can't control yourself. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He can't control himself. He can't. He's... I'm starting to think Bearded only plays fault because he's like, oh shit, I can make all kinds of puns with that game. <laughs> Poor guy. I feel like there's medicine somewhere out there for a person like you. I do. I was doing puns today at work on our text train. They're like, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, Bearded and Russ, what do you guys think about that? Like staying or moving forward with the chances of having to take even more steps back. I mean, I think it's it, depending on how many of the it depends on how many of the steps back we're taking. You, it's got to be a a calculated risk. Well, you know, that's you, the you risky can't. part of it. They won't know until they transfer. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, so they don't necessarily have to release it to the public and then find out, right? But they're not going to know until Unreal Engine 5 comes out. They open up the project in Unreal Engine 5 and examine it. Until that point, they don't know. And then at that what point, like, they have so to make the decision. I'm, I'm kind of confused. Though. Then it's, it's conflicting with what you said earlier. You just said that 4.27 just kind of makes this an easy. It's easy compatible. To no, it, it's compatible with it, but it's not 100% guaranteed it works. I mean, but there's well, got to be a nothing is right, right. I mean, but there's got to be a way to there's got to be a way to calculate your risk in doing it. There's got to be something that's like, okay, if we do this, this is this is our possibilities of happening. Or like, it's literally like well, you're not just going in blind. If you're going in just blind, then yeah, I, I understand why Smite and League and Dota aren't doing anything. It's like, well, we can't. If we upgrade, we literally could lose it all. You know, well, well why would you even do it? Mm -hmm. There's got to be some way to calculate the risk now, whether it be a I'm sure I'm sure they have ways yeah. Yeah, internally. Yeah. There's got to be some way to do that. And if that calculated risk works out like it's OK, a risk first reward. You know what? Let's do it because it's it's always beneficial to be with the times and be able to, you know, all right, we're now on the most updated Unreal Engine, you know, like where we stay with it. like. It'd, it'd be great to do that. If you're not able to do it, then it's, it is what it is. It's not what, what Smite League and Dota do is they prove to you that you don't need to be with the times and you can survive with it. But like Mangu said, those are all games that aren't asking for a lot of, you know, GP fidelity assets and stuff. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would, I'd agree with uh, both you guys on that. Like, I, I mean, I, I think for people that played Paragon, many of the people that came to Paragon were because of how beautiful the the game was and how just like yeah, just how stunning it was as a as a uh, MOBA. Like no other MOBA was showcasing such you know good graphics uh, and and then you know just gameplay on top of that that's connected to such a beautiful map and and beautiful models in the game and whatnot uh and I, I think that's something that's really important to that player base and something that can really uh reach out to gamers and other mobas and say like help hey, push like, it forward this is this is this is uh us pushing forward the moba genre into the 21st century um because you know like isometric Isometric MOBAs have, you know, they're still doing very well, but their peak is far from 
far from uh you know all already gone you, you know like they're 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 i mean they're still very popular don't get me wrong but like in terms of their their peak uh they're not they're not there anymore and there needs to be a a, a modernization of the genre and i think that comes from a third person mobile and i think that like in my opinion smite doesn't smite doesn't carry that because it doesn't it doesn't fit the in my opinion the 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 idea of a third person MOBA. you can't look up and down you can only look left and right you literally there's it, there's no z axis is that the z axis yeah. the y axis right. there's there's it's missing in a complete axis from again it might as well just be a top down uh moba it's just top down moba that's that has the camera over your shoulder instead of it's not a third person game uh in my opinion it, it is technically a third person game but it is it is 2.5d it's not it's two yeah it's 2.5d that's a good descriptor (laughs) so i I think and i think that's really important um like they want you know as they go into ue ue5 like i mean i obviously think like it's it has to be within ue's intention to make it as simple as they possibly can for developers to port over from the most up-to-date uh, version two five. They have to make it as Ooh, it'd be the, it'd be the most beneficial. Use it. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be that's like it got to be like a big thing for them, right? So I'd imagine they're going to make it as simple as possible. Hopefully, it's simple enough that like, and I'm sure they'll they'll look at the risk and reward. And if it doesn't look like it's going to be that easy, they'll pull the plug on going to five and then just try to optimize as much as they can with uh, four point two seven. Another thing with. Um, brand new versions of software is that it comes with all sorts of bugs um so like there's some reasons no bugs are just in games come on there's some reason that there's some reasons to not go to ue5 just because they're going to run into bugs on the software side not even just game related but just from using the software um so like i I, and you know you see that in all sorts of different pieces of software so I, i mean i don't know uh like what you know what it will come down to once they actually get into it and hopefully it works out just great but um i think it i mean obviously some of the stuff that if if the people viewing the stream right now have not seen what ue5 is capable of or the trailers and stuff that they've they've showcased like it's a it's going to be a great engine a great engine for this game to be on i think if they can uh make the make the switch so you know that's looking really promising for sure yeah now, yeah. I want to cover the last two little bug fixes to mention, and then I'm going to hit you guys with a uh, probably a deeper question, and we'll end on that question, right? So the two bug fixes on Aspects, Queen, they fixed an issue where Queen was not giving the spell vamp, the adjusted increased amount that we were mentioning. And then on Beast Hunter, they fixed an issue causing the Pelt Hunter portion of it to keep stacking past 100 that one sounds scary, but so let me ask you guys this. And I kind of gave Mangus a version of this question here yesterday. I want to hear from each one of you what you guys think about. Is the fault community and when I say fault community, I mean, active community supporting the game right now, not potential is the fault community ready to support this game for the next five years because a lot of them are worried about oh i do we want now we want now this hero next blah blah blah. but 
do you think they're actually ready to stay supporting this game for the next five years? Uh, did, I don't remember you asking me this question. Well, I, 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 no, like I, I asked, I asked a version, like a slight, like a, like a, uh, yeah, like a tweak version of it. But you were also, we were, we were pretty late. So a lot of it's going to depend <laughs> on the competitors. We haven't seen Fault can actually compete with anybody because there's nobody else out there with a, with a fucking right. playable game. But we've got Overprime that's about to release. It's very different from what Paragon was, but still it's going to gather, it's going to be a competitor. It's going to be a 3D mobile in the market. We'll see how many people still stay with Fault, or if anybody goes over to Overprime. Maybe people will see, will play Overprime for a bit and be like, okay, this isn't what I wanted. And maybe they'll go over to Fault and be like, okay, this is what I wanted. And then, but then we have Predecessor on down the road that, that'll be releasing eventually. Um, we got to see how they compete. We got to see yeah. what happens there. That's, that's, I mean, the only time we can truly answer that question because right now we have no fucking idea. Mangus has said it a couple times, either in the partner panel or uh, just in my streams or, you know, whatever we're just BSing, um, that the, the the scare is that Fault is just that filler uh, until the other games come out. And that's the scary part, is that, like, what's going to happen when, when they have to compete, when they actually, when these other games do come out and, you know, you have a choice. When you sit down to play a game, and now you have a choice. What game do I play? Is it Fault? Is it Predecessor? Is it Overprime? Is it Ethereal? You know, which one am I going to actually load up when you're sitting down to choose which one am I going to play today? That's when we're going to find out how things are going to, you know, uh, that's when the tire meets the road there and, and how things go. And it really depends on how SMS is able to react to all of that and able to perform when it comes to the marketing side of it to to encourage everybody to either stay or to gather new people coming in um so it's a tough one um as it sits right now being honest no i don't think this current community is ready for that russ any thoughts um, I think for me, I, I, from my specific community, I know my community members, uh, are, I mean, I, I've seen a lot of them as people that have been waiting for a, uh, Paragon successor for a long time. And I didn't have any issues waiting as long as they have. I don't think they'll have any issues waiting for a successful, uh remake um and i think i think that right now fault is on a very good like yes there's there's certain issues that occur but like in the the big scheme of things like i don't i think they're on a great track um yes you're, you when you start to think about like the the competition side of it like i don't think that fault should really like the fault team themselves should really be worried about that. They should just be worried about creating as complete of a game uh, as they possibly can. Um, I think like that's, that should be the goal. It shouldn't be the competition side in terms of where the player base goes. That's just going to come down to um, I think personal preference on what style of game uh, they want to play. Like, I don't think, I don't think these games are going to be close enough when they're complete. Like from what I've seen of both the games, 
Um, I don't think they're going to be close enough, even though they have the same characters and everything, the feel of the games so far from what I've seen, they're far enough away from each other that I don't think it's going if I don't think one person will like both of them. I think yeah, they're all like going to be different. The other they're going to be so different. Yeah. All these games that we've seen that like they're you're you're going to go and you're going to like because you can only you truly can only play one MOBA like competitively. You can't <laughs> even if they're the same characters, they're different enough and the items are very different, right? That you you can't truly be at a competitive level with all these games um, uh, at the same time. So you, you have to kind of go one one route. And I think that's going to come down to personal preference uh, in, in the end of the day. Um, and I, I personally uh, feel that Fault is in a and a pretty good start right now being the fact that it's uh, been a playable game for quite some time. Like many of us, uh, many of the people that I see in the chat, like uh, have been people, community members that have been a part of this, um, this community for over a year, if not two years. Um, so, and like they, they have a lot invested into, into the, um, like the testing of this game, the data collection of this game, just like the um, being community members within the game itself as a whole. Like, I, I think, you know, people are known within the community. And if they go to this, uh, an, another game, um, whichever game it is, like, you know, it's not going to be like, I think there's something to be, you know, something about like, this game has been some a game that you've played with your friends for the last two years. So I think it's going to be hard to pull away from that. Um, mm -hmm. But I think, yes, everybody's going to want to try out predecessor when it comes out. I'm sure all the people that have been playing fall, because it's been something that's a, you know, or, and, uh, or any, any, uh, you know, any Paragon successor there, you know, people are going to want to, um, you know, go check it out. Um, but I think it's going to be up to, you know, what do these other games bring too? And I don't think fault needs to worry about that as a team. I don't think they should be thinking about that at all. Like it's just, let's just do our own thing. And, um, you know, we'll just put out the best content, best, you know, game we possibly can. That's how I feel about it. But, and I think that's how they should, that's how the, I hope that's how they feel about it. And I hope, um, and I, I think and that's the route they take. believe that, that that's where they're at with it, but I don't. I will say though, you know what excites me? And I might be weird for this. I'm excited for the day that all these games run out of epic assets. Oh no, definitely. That yeah, to me is the most moment. exciting. Cause think about it. We're gonna see individuality. We'll see unique heroes, unique kits. Some games are already making unique heroes with unique kits, right? Like I yep. think that individuality is needed let's make that separation because because here's the thing like but a lot of people don't realize that at the core level the decisions being made the meta is being set the way items are being created maps are being designed all these games are very very different mobile wise right it's just the fact that they they're using the same characters they're using all these epic assets that's why people compare them soon as all these epic assets are out like think about it uh, do you guys actually know the uh the total roster of Paragon Heroes, including Boris, when they shut down. Does anybody know that? I so, know, so, I know. It's slipped my mind. 
Stutton so, has said 40, but I don't know if it's true. 40? Okay, 40 so so let's just say 40. Or less, so. Okay, so, right. so he threw a qualifier <laughs> out there. So yeah. 2034 or less. Yeah, right, right. It's up, something like that. So, so just for argument's sake, just for argument's sake, let's say the number 40, right? I, I'm a little excited to see the original 40 come back. I'm hella excited to get to that point. And again, probably a good five years down the road or more to get to the point where these games have 80 characters, like a full-fledged MOBA, have a good character pool, 80 characters. We have the 40 original and the 40 new generation where you actually have so much variety of characters to choose from that you're going to be able to tell that these games are so, so different. At that point, you'll stop looking at those games, at all the games, as Paragon Remix. At that point, you're going to look at them as it's a MOBA that used Epic Assets. You feel me? Yeah. It's just they're in that awkward stage where they're going to be compared no matter what they do. We've been we've been asking for that. You know, since we've been pretty much doing this partner panel, when do like we've been wanting, you know, the the map. Like we know that they're coming out with Paragon Heroes or Epic Assets. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you look at the heroes. You know, but like you don't need to use the you know an Epic Asset map. You make your own map. You know, something like this is ours. You know, and, and lay claim to that and and give us something beautiful. You know, and and this map, while yes, there are Epic Assets in there, there's also some you know individual you know, assets in there as well. So it's nice to see and, and the growth that, that that's happening. So um, it, it's getting there. And, and the more IPs we have, the the better it's going to be, I believe. Yeah, so let's do this, guys. Um, okay. <laughs> so let's do this. I want to go ahead and call it because... One, we're about the two hour mark, right? Like we definitely always talk way too long. <laughs> Mangu stopped me yesterday at an hour and I was like, that feels weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that tier list is man. Holy cow. Hey man, there, <laughs> yeah, that definitely was something else. But <laughs> let's keep, let's keep it at about the two hours. That's perfectly fine. Podcast length, right? Now, I wanna I want I wanna pose you guys with just a question that I don't want you guys to answer. Just a question to think about for future partner panels. Even Russ, if you're more than welcome to come down, of course, right? Um, the answer is yes. Oh yeah. I, I hate you, bro. Um. So I wanted to ask you guys. True or false? It, do you guys think? that if strange matter doesn't make another major change character map skin whatever right if they don't make another major change in quarter in the first quarter of 2022 will that hurt them just ponder on that we're already here one week down into the first month we got two months and three-ish weeks Right? Will it be detrimental to them? Like if they pull like a patch 14, for example, and they're like, we'll give you something big in six months by July. You get what I'm saying? So just think on that. 
let's do our outros. Uh, if you remember the order, going Russ, Mango, Spirited, then myself. Let's do our outros. Do your plugs. Throw whatever you want to throw in there. You know, be greedy with it. No shame. Go ahead, Russ. Yo, guys, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. All you guys from the Rust Bus that stopped by, thank you guys for stopping by. Uh, Twitch.tv, uh, Rust underscore the underscore gamers, where you can find me. I stream, I don't know, uh, week, three times a week, usually. Uh, and then I also been posting over on my YouTube. Uh, Rust the Gamer is there as well. I don't believe there's any underscores in that one. Uh, but uh, you can you can find me in all those spots. Uh, but then, uh, I mean, I, I guess that's pretty much all I have. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. For sure. Yo, shout out for doing the YouTube videos, bro. Cause I totally noticed I went in there. And I'm like, hell the fuck. Yes. <laughs> Leave a like everybody subscribe. Actually it was dope. Go ahead. Go. <laughs> uh, just first time I've ever talked to Russ. Really good meeting you, man. Yeah. Uh, nice to meet fun, you. So fun bro. hanging out. I'll definitely be uh, coming to your streams. A lot more often from now on. Good times. Good times had by all. Now, I yeah, would just yeah. like to point out that I, I did answer Wendy's question correctly before he even asked it. Bearded. <laughs> I can't with him, bro. I just told you don't answer. You don't listen. <laughs> Hi, Jesus. Go, Bearded, bro. Uh, I appreciate y'all coming and hanging out. I uh, really love doing these partner panels. Uh, Russ, thanks for stopping by. Uh, and you know you're always more than welcome to uh, stop by whenever. And um, you guys know where to find me because you're currently here. So, uh, Oh, but what if they're on YouTube or podcast, bro? Where do they find you? Well, on YouTube, Windu's going to put my links down below. Uh, on podcast, Windu's going to put my links down below. Uh, I hate him. That's <laughs> lazy. Got him. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, you Wolverine, you can find me anywhere. So, uh, yeah, let's have a good one. Yo, but I appreciate everybody tuning in, whether it was the amazing cast that we had today, whether it was on Twitch, live, on YouTube, on podcast form, wherever you're actually watching the content, just throw a DG in the chat in the comments and whatever the hell pops up on Spotify and all that shit. If you get right on there, thumbs up it, everything. Thank you so much guys for tuning in, showing some love and we look forward to the next week. Much love. Peace. Bye.